be patient and then act fast. That's everyone's mistake. They and don't, don't act fast put in enough. a home inspection condition. Whatever you do, don't put in a home <laughs> you inspection. You put a one month due diligence. You're listening to the Right Club Podcast, where the focus is all about helping you grow your real estate investment portfolio and live the life you want to live. Come grow with us and join our community at therightclub.com. And now your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi. Hello, Right Club Nation. This is Danielle Saint-Jean, one of the co-founders. Before we get started, I wanted to ask you a quick question. Have you checked out The Rock yet? What's The Rock? Well, it's the Right Club online community, a place where you can go to find your real estate investing and business answers and network with like-minded people. We have interactive forums, all the podcast episodes, and hours of videos with a wide range of real estate investing, training, and education, and much more. It's free to join, so be sure to come grow with us at therightclub.com. Now, on with the podcast. Right Club Nation, welcome back to another episode. I am Sarah Larby. I'm here with Alfonso Salemi, and you are in for an awesome podcast with some really creative strategies from Alex and Kaylee Powell. But before we get into that, Alfonso, what's new on your end? You know what? The, uh, the business is growing. We're doing more and more rent-to-owns. Uh, the team is growing. Our referral partner program is really strong. It's been amazing up until, uh, you know, it's been a tough year. Uh, in terms of, you know, with COVID and, and pivoting and changing all these things that, uh, that we've been able to do. But again, this is a great example, this show, this podcast of how you just can't let it stop you. It's how it's going to, you're going to continue to get through it. And, you know, if we were to give up at every, you know, obstacle or every tough turn, we wouldn't be where we are and we wouldn't have been able to grow. And, and yeah, and you know, you wouldn't have been able to retire if you would have just gave up and said, Oh, well, the bank said I can only do this. So uh, yeah. How about you, Sarah? How have you been doing? I'm doing well. You know, I've, I've rejigged my schedule now. So I'm like focusing on like my wellness and my fitness and I've been going to the gym every day. I'm adding some yoga classes and some weightlifting and like, I'm like eating better. I actually feel a lot better. It's just like, you have this additional time now. So like, I'm starting a little bit of meditation and like that to me, this is, you know, the, the freedom of doing what I want and doing less I'm, I'm here now. So the, this is like the best thing that's ever happened to me. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell you it was worth the sacrifices because I, I used to work 120 hours a week. And did I need to do that? Maybe not. But I don't know if I would have, have got here so quickly if I hadn't t- taken action and, and did what I needed to do. But I'll, I'll tell you like this, it's pretty cool to be on the other side. And it's, it's really awesome to be able to say, you know, I don't need to be going to nine to five. I don't have to ever sit in traffic ever again if I don't need to, which is like my, it used to be my life like every day <laughs> when I used to go to work. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's so inspiring and motivational for, for everybody out there in the right club is, is really being intentional and purposeful with, with what you want to do and how you want to live your life. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen over, you know, it takes 20 years to become an overnight success or five years or seven <laughs> years or two years. Yeah. Or, right. And, and it, you know, we always see, and, and I don't know, the people that are watching the podcast, I always keep it in my desk. It's the picture of the iceberg where, you know, maybe if this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, Oh, Sarah was retired. Oh, she's great. She's such, but you don't, see everything that's below the surface, all the hard work, the extra hours, those extra spreadsheets, analyzing, talking, making phone calls, sitting in traffic, right? You don't see all that. That's the work that we put in. And thank you guys for listening to this. Listening to this podcast is part of that expanding your knowledge, learning from people that have done something that's different from you. And you're going to be able to decipher, Hey, that's something that I want to do and pursue, or Hey, that sounds way too complicated. I liked another episode where someone else did another strategy and, and you get to pick and choose. That's the thing. Remember you get to choose what you want to do with your life and how you live it. And, you know, don't let those excuses or naysayers stop you from that. And, uh, yeah, and, and this is such a really great episode, guys. If you do like this episode or other episodes that you've listened to, be sure to rate, review. We really take that feedback to heart. We want to know what's what's landing and what what is 
um, helping you guys in your journey and maybe what's not so that we can continue to bring some amazing value and uh, the Right Club community is all about that, is bringing that value to get you onto that journey wherever that might be. You know, if that's a private island or if it's an extra vacation, anywhere in between uh, or whatever that goal is for you, that's what we want to inspire and do. So um, Alex and Kaylee were so generous with their time and their knowledge, some really, really creative stuff on that they're doing. And yeah, really throwing it back to the people. Oh, you can't buy properties. It's COVID. It's so competitive. There's no deals out there. We well, bought 16 during COVID in 2020. They are taking action. And I'll tell you, some of this, the stuff that they're going to share is so creative. It's going to make your mind start spinning and creating new ideas. So if you haven't heard of some of these, these new tactics of how to make offers and, and how to bring in sellers, I'll tell you this podcast is for you. So shall we play the podcast, bring Alex and Kaylee in? Let's do it. Alex and Kaylee Powell, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, great. Doing very good. Pleasure good. To be on again. I was super excited for this. I know Kaylee was too. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very much. We were talking and last time, Kaylee, you were pregnant with your first one, I think, when you originally came on our podcast and now you are almost due with your second. Yep. This is all very intentional. <laughs> <laughs> We, we align our children with the Right Club podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, I mean, obviously you guys are very successful investors and, and, you know, guys, Right Club Nation, feel free to go back to prior episodes where Alex and Kaylee were. But, you know, just as a 30,000 foot view or just a quick overview, can you just um, describe maybe your strategy, your portfolio, and then where we last left off, anything new that has happened? And I know there's a lot of questions in there, but feel free to, to share. So, I mean, I guess I'll start off with what, who we are. Like, so we have a company called Pal Property Solutions. And this last year, actually, it's, it's probably the last goal. We've uh, seen a lot that's taken place. We now have Pal Construction Group as well, as um, we have a, uh, we're just starting some in-house property management as well, which is really, really exciting. So what we typically do in our strategy of choice is the Burr strategy. We partner with joint venture partners who would like to be passive and not use any of their own funding. And we do all of the work. So we find really great deals here in the greater Hamilton area. So I'd, I'd even say as far as Welland, we've done properties in Kitchener and we, uh, we get great returns for, uh, for, for our deals. So I we think- We also do rehabs as well. Yes, and we do a lot of flips as well, of course. Yeah. And Right Club Nation, if you haven't had a chance to check out Alex's YouTube videos, and I know, uh, Kaylee, you've made some appearances on there. I've seen you guys <laughs> in, the, uh, yeah. in the vehicle. And then uh, I love Alex's videos. He, he does a little bit of a, a spoof on, you know, like the, the luxury homes when they, you know, that nice music and those beautiful chimes. But he's walking through a property before the Renos with the green shag carpet <laughs> and, uh, you know, San Pellegrino on, on the car, on the countertops. But, oh, uh, there was one that had a bottle of Dijon mustard. They just, <laughs> I didn't That's have awesome. Lemons, but anyway, but, but so we, we also have a full blown real estate agency team, by the way, called the Power Realty Group. We are under the Keller Williams umbrella. Um, which I know a lot of the right club members uh, are well well uh, versed with, but uh, Kaylee fronts that whole yeah. team, and, and she's been absolutely crushing it this year, even carrying a little child around. So, yeah, it's been it's been good. But in terms of unit count, uh, I know you did our last count because uh, I, I get it wrong all the time, so I'm going to leave that to you. Well, we added uh, 16 more properties to our portfolio this year. Wow, all all amidst the the whole pandemic and the shutdown, sixteen. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? Like, it seems to be. I get that you know everyone has their own challenges, but I'm seeing more people add more properties to their portfolio this year than the opposite. Truthfully, like, and that maybe that's just my feed or the people that I tend to follow the most on Facebook and interesting. That I just it feels like everyone is really exploding this year, or there's opportunities out there to do so. So seeing some pretty cool things. So yeah, we added lots. Um, and then obviously like our, our business itself, like adding the two construction and then the property management arms is, is pretty big growth as well that we're really excited about for 2021. And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Right Club Nation, let's take a quick minute here to meet our sponsor for the week, Blackjack Contracting. They've been serving Niagara, Hamilton, and Brantford areas. And for the past three years, 
becoming the area's largest basement suite renovation specialist. That's right. And Blackjack works with real estate investors, both new and experienced, converting single family homes into multiple legal suites and renovating properties to achieve their maximum potential and value. Absolutely. And they've completed over 100 units from Brantford to Niagara Falls and everywhere in between. They handled everything from permitting and design to final cleaning before you list your rentals. And they also have fully licensed electrical contractors certified with the ESA and take jobs of all sizes. Make sure to check them out at blackjackcontractinginc.ca and also follow them on social media at blackjackcontractinginc. And they say investing can sometimes feel like the biggest gamble of your life, but when you have blackjack on your side, the house always wins. So now, back to the podcast. And now, back to the show. So I want to know more about the construction and the, and the management route. Is that for your investments and your JV investments, or is that for somebody that needs a contractor or property management separate? Can you give us some insight on that? So it's, it's theoretically both. We've started it out independent. So we started on our own projects. I'm a firm believer. Like Even when I bought when we bought our first apartment building we bought it ourselves to learn ourselves and so then we gained the confidence to do it for other people i'm i'm a firm believer that i wouldn't just put a construction hat on and say hey we'll do any work for you that you need done so now like we've done so many projects in-house and so within that we've had to create these systems in order to do them efficiently and to burn insurance through them so we've had a lot of people throughout the years be like hey you know can you guys help us and it's usually being like well we can't because we it's not something we do and now it's like you know what this it actually is something we do so it's once again we're, we're trying to service at a high level and we're trying to be a one-stop shop because you know full disclosure it helps our business too yet we find that we can do these substantially cheaper than what you would find an average contractor to be able to do so you know it helps our clients as well right that is interesting. Do you, like percentage wise of, of cost savings, are you able to share like what you're seeing versus just a typical contractor um, out there? Like, is it a 50% difference, a 40% difference? Like, are you, did you get a- well, uh, It won't be that much, unfortunately. So can't get our hopes up too much. <laughs> I would say that like- I think ti- timeline would be a big one. Yeah. Like Time- this, this came out of a need, right? So, you know, again, yeah. when you're managing many different sub trades or working with many different construction companies, you know, like it's a lot to juggle. We've mm-hmm. got anywhere from, you know, at minimum six projects on a go right now we have eight, which is pretty normal. So it's a lot of stuff. And we just got to the point where we're like, you know what, enough's enough. I think that we can do this probably better. And, and now to, and to note though, is like, we, we don't have like, you know, a toolbox talk in the morning with like 60 employees. No, it's not that that we general contract uh, these jobs. So we have our preferred vendors in every single, and we throw these guys so much work that a lot of them like work for us or our clients that we refer them to almost full time. So, so we've grown really close with a lot of these guys and and we, you know, uh, have a tremendous working relationship. So often when people are looking to get this done and they're like, you know, I don't have the resources, the time, or the energy to do this after work when I've got kids at home, those kind of things. That's where we're like, okay, well, listen, we can help you guys out with that, right? And more often than not, it actually makes more sense on the joint venture side itself. But, um, but yeah, as, as the construction, and once again, like it, it is baby steps. We've started doing it right now and it's, it's working out really, really well. And we've had some really great feedback from our clients who we have helped out. Um, however, it's, you know, you don't want to get to a position where you start taking on too much and then you have the opposite effect, right? So we'll have more solid numbers for you on episode three. (laughs) (laughs) Third baby. Exactly. I love it. Yes. Yeah. And you know, if there, if there's something that I can say about, about both of you that, you know, getting, getting to know you over the last few years and just your business mentality and even just your life mentality, you don't, let things phase you there's we all know things are going to happen things are going to come up but even just in conversations when we were in the right club room or even just passing phone calls with with each other it's just that next 
challenge. You see that as, you know, it's not an obstacle or the end. It's how do we work through that, right? And, and I know you guys have seen, you know, your fair share of different challenges on different projects. Maybe you share that with the Right Club because sometimes, you know, when we're talking to you, oh, we've added 16 properties. Oh, now we have a construction. It just sounds so like, oh, it's great. Everything's awesome. But you guys just have that nature of that. It doesn't phase you guys and you guys keep, keep trucking along, right? Yeah. But maybe yeah. share, maybe like one or two of the challenges of, on, on a project or, or as you're putting the team together. I, I know, Alex, you were, uh, you were at a, um, a committee of adjustment hearings and, you know, dealing with all the neighborhoods. I don't know if you want to talk about that, but yeah, so maybe some of the challenges that you've gotten over and been able to talk about that and, and written a book about it too, I should add. So. Yeah. Um, it's actually a good question. I think that there's challenges that we face every day in every facet, like literally every, in construction, there's so many moving parts that even a project that goes well will have had 50 to 100 different little issues. However, if those issues like eat you apart and you're not able to confront them and just work through them or have the right people in place that, that can have it, and that, that effectively, if you want to know one of the biggest challenges this year is, is that having the right people in place. Mm-hmm. And so we've, and you kind of have to go through that. I, I think I, you know, I was thinking about like, how do you avoid that? How do you know if you have the right person in place? You don't, right? You kind of got to go with it a little bit and then you got to test it out and say, okay, well, this is working and this isn't. And it's an iterative process that is still something that we go through to this day. You know, contractors are, are uh, you know, you got some that are hungry for work, but then all of a sudden you have ones that, that, you know, get too busy and then you're stuck in a situation where you have to move and flex. So that's why now we've expanded to the point where we're giving ourselves a lot of options that we're, you know, we have multiple sub trades that we've been using consistently. So I think you have to be dynamic as well. Yeah. Things change very quickly. And again, one of the things we love about investing, even speaking on exit strategies, right? You might have a plan for one property and it doesn't go maybe the way you thought or the market shifts right? And things change a little bit, but then you just tweak your exit strategy, right? You hold it or maybe you sell it. We sold a property that we were convinced we were going to keep and it worked out great. Yeah, for sure. We don't normally like to sell them, (laughs) but this one we did and it worked out fine. Yeah. And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Hey, Right Club Nation. I just wanted to take a moment and introduce you to today's podcast sponsor, privatebuyers.ca. On your team of experts, you're going to want to make sure that you have a great wholesaler that's going to bring you some great deals off market. So most real estate investors, they're struggling to find their next deal. Private buyers, they help investors by bringing them some off-market opportunities at under market value so that they can make more money. These discounted real estate deals are not on the MLS. They've been found by privatebuyers.ca who will then send them to your inbox. And they're also gonna focus on your criteria and your goals and send you some tailored deals that match your needs. It's just really simple, guys. Just go to privatebuyers.ca, fill out the form and start getting and seeing some available off-market opportunities. Privatebuyers.ca. Now back to the podcast. And now back to the show. So, I mean, you've got obviously your realtor business, you've got your, you know, your investment portfolio, you've got your JVs, you've got your construction business, you've got your your management business, and, and you've got a child that's, you know, what is he, two, three right now? No, he's 14 months. Oh, 14 months. So not even, <laughs> not even, and, and one on the way. So yeah. how do you manage your day-to-day life? Like, how do you ensure that you still have time to spend for a you, yourselves, your families? You know what? It's a good question. I, like, I honestly, like, I feel like we spend a ton of time with family and we get to see friends. I think you kind of, I don't know. I'm much more mellow than Alex. I love him, but he is definitely our like higher energy. (laughs) So maybe it's the balance, right? You just have to kind of, you know, one's more grounded. The other one's a little bit more of the pusher. One thing that's been a big win in my, like we've got Melissa on board, who's like our ops uh, coordinator here. And she is just dynamite. And, and I think one thing that we've, we really try to do on the team not try we intend to do it on the team is we want to empower the people that are on our team to get to a better level so one thing is we always like we have a 411 meeting every single month where it outlines what their 
you know, job goals are their own personal business goals, their, you know, their uh, family goals, and then their fitness goals, those kind of things, right? So what we're trying to do is, is allow, and there's a point to this, that we're trying to allow them to grow and, and create an environment that they can grow in as well. And by doing that, it empowers them to take some of that load off of us. And I'm telling you, it's, I make that sound super easy. It's something I have a serious amount of trouble with personally, because I have this like, you know, old school Eastern European mentality that if you want it done right, you got to do it yourself kind of thing. But like, it's <laughs> something that we're, uh, you know, it's a struggle. Yeah. And, uh, you know, full disclosure, Kaylee and I talked a lot about work at home and, and in one part we do that because we're extremely passionate about it. We, we just love it. So uh, we do find time to do other things too, but it's just a matter of, uh, you know, we, we're super into, into, you know, creating these exciting things. So it, it makes it. We are very it. lucky to be in a, the world that we truly love. Right. It's, I think about that too. I'm like, my God, not only do I like Alex is my husband, my business partner. I live with him full time. I work with him full time. <laughs> like we're always together. And it's true. A lot of our downtime is spent planning and, and talking about properties and looking at properties and what should we do next? And I think that if we weren't in something that we were so passionate about, that probably would be a detriment, but we're both, I mean, how great is this? Like, this is what we do for a living. We love it. Right. And, and we get to network with you guys that are very similar and you guys have all the same passions. And that I just think is when you do what you love, even though there's challenges, you just find a way to get through it. And it's okay. So it's all just an opportunity to learn, right? 2021 will be even bigger. Anyone that's coming out at the end of this year, surely to God, you must know that because <laughs> this has been a challenging year for everybody. So, I mean, it's just, it's on to bigger and better things, right? Always. And don't let it think that there are days that royally suck. It's just oh, the sure. way it works. <laughs> and you just keep going. That's why there's wine. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is, is you can see the passion, you know, when we were in the rooms live at, at right club and, you know, Alex and you'd be holding court, there'd be like 10 people around you and, and all asking you questions. And just, it comes, it comes from the soul. It comes from the heart that you're giving that with, with all of it. It's not, you know, there's no ulterior motives or no secretness. It's just, Hey, this is what we're doing. This is what we're planning on doing. And, you, and you're right out with that. And, and that also goes to speak to the group that you put together in Hamilton as well too, with gain, having those real estate investors, coming together, having different speakers, sharing that information because, you know, and I know, I know the stories and we've shared with, you know, through family members that you've helped and now your, your staff and employees that you guys are helping to build that portfolio. And again, now, obviously your, your joint venture partners that you're saying, Hey, it is possible, you know, the 14 month year old one on the way, we're still bringing on new business. We're, we're, we're not letting anything stop us. And, and I just wrote down is that you guys are action takers and you guys are okay. And nothing is perfect guys. And I can't repeat this yeah. enough. And if you guys are listening to this at one and a half times speed or whatever that is on the podcast, nothing is perfect. It's that, that, that pursuit, that pursuit of that perfection and going on that goals and you're not letting anything stop you. So what are you guys excited about? What, what, what gets you, what gets you going? What's a project that you're like, Oh man, this one, you know, it's been, you know, we're, we're working on we're, we're, we're getting to the next step or, you know, it's been a long, a long haul. And, and now we've, we've gotten some successes along the way, or maybe, I don't know if there's not what's something in the business, if it's not a project, um, obviously excited about, you know, a second baby on the way, but in terms of business, you know, what, uh, what's I'll talk about an exciting project and how about you talk about a, a business? How's that? Sure. He's, he's, po he's poking me like I know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I want to cue you up. So, you know, you can explain to them. But anyway, okay. uh, so we've got a, like, I'm really excited. Uh, we've got a couple of really exciting projects right now that, that I just can't wait to see, like, start to, to churn, you know, once the construction is done, we have it built, but we have a five unit conversion we're doing in Welland. It's like a $430,000 construction project. Uh, and this is, we bought a, a, of a two commercial, two residential building that was on the same lot as the detached house. When we bought it in competition, Kaylee sent it to me. So you should go check out this place. 
We bought it in competition for $285,000. Wow. Instead of 300, there was like five offers and we got a 15 grand under asking wow. with a one month conditional period because I didn't <laughs> even know what the heck. So <laughs> we bought this place and immediately there was some real estate agent that was so pissed off. She missed out on the deal. I guess she was just late to the party and offered us $320,000 to like take it off of us. And we said, no. Um, so we just got approval. I don't know, Ken, Ken had this little thing, but it's been a long time like trying to get all the things together. Plus COVID hit the, the, the uh, you know, slowed everything down within the city and things like that. But we just got approval to sever the duplex, or sorry, sever, sever the, um, the property, which is just single family. I don't even know why I said duplex, but sever the single family property. And we're just going to flip that property. That single family home, it's like two stories and a sum total square feet of about 700 super tiny, tiny tiny but we'll sell it on its own for like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars so you've pretty much made your money back on one piece of of that on one piece and then we have yeah. this five uh so this this other property that we've gotten permission because it's zone multiple dwelling we've gotten permission for a legal five unit nice we have three or sorry two three bedrooms two two bedrooms and one one bedroom and so even after like and I'm parking, not, and parking and even after we're considering that it's going to reappraise closer to like the 657 mark, it, at that number, it's cash flowing $1,700 a month. And that was on the MLS. That was yes. on the MLS and multiple offers. Yeah. Mind blowing. You know? so, so, so there are no excuses. There's deals to be had. You just got to be a little bit patient, but take action and make offers when they do come. Yeah. yeah. Be patient and then act fast. That's everyone's mistake. They and don't, don't put in enough. a home inspection condition. Whatever you do, don't put in a home <laughs> you inspection. You put a one-month due diligence yeah, condition. Okay. Well, I, 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 I wasn't even serious at the time. Well, sorry, that's, that's a stupid thing to say. I'm always serious when I want to buy properties. But, like, I thought, okay, like, I need this time. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, you know, like, it had a laundry mat in it. You need to have a phase one environmental. But I'm not going to buy yeah. it without a phase one environmental because I'm not going to put our partners at risk like that. So, they're like, oh yeah, no problem. <laughs> okay. Great. Wow. So they took your one month uh, conditions yeah. and they were, did you, do you know if other offers were higher? They just had an inspection condition or something else that the seller didn't, or the seller didn't want to take? No, I think that the, the, I think it was price mainly why they didn't take ours. And the agent on the other side of the deal was except like she was super nice and very communicative. And I think that she was maybe a newer agent. I don't know. Um, but her boss, I guess, was in like the Bahamas or something. So she was <laughs> trying to communicate with him, but we kind of walked through it together. And by the end, the, the seller was very happy. Actually, he wrote us a couple letters that we needed for, from the city standpoint, he's being extremely cooperative. Mm -hmm. Um, the one neighbor, not so much, but that's okay. You get them <laughs> <laughs> on every project. We always get them. <laughs> I mean, it is pretty incredible. And I do want to go back to the fact that in 2020, you bought 16 properties and you grew your portfolio while a lot of people were probably scared to take action. Um, can you tell us about some of the deals that you've been able to, like some of those, I mean, just similar to this one, like that, that isn't a home run deal. Like that's awesome. Like were the other ones in competition Were the other ones off market, were they on market? Can you give us an, some insight on like what they were? Uh, so most are off. I'm trying to think of the 16. I mean, we do buy on market though, too, as well. Like there's, there's always opportunities. I think truthfully, you just have to be swift and you have to be quick. That's the only thing. One thing we've had a lot of luck or not luck, but like it's worked out really well is joint venturing with the owner of a property. Yeah. It's, it's something that I, that I is really, interesting. let's talk yeah. about that. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. really cool. So we had a property up on the Hamilton mountain and we were in competition for it. And the property had no mortgage. So, and it was um, a, a girl that was about our age and her mom was there too. And her mom was kind of steering the ship as to what they think they should do. And this is what they want. They don't want to deal with realtors. They just wanted to sell it. Of course, I always disclose I'm a realtor, but in this position, I'm coming in as a buyer, right? I'm wanting to buy the place. So they were wanting $420,000 for their property on the Hamilton Mountain. And this is like a one and a half story with like a, a little basement. So at the time too, like even buying in the 420s, like I'm kind of, eh, it's a little pricey. 
Uh, now it's like, you can't find anything on Hamilton Mountain for that. Yeah, let's but see uh, but I, I said, listen, you guys don't have a mortgage. What's your plans after you sell this? Like you're just going to have $420,000. And then what are you going to do? It's like, well, I'm going to go move in with my brother and then that's it. I said, okay, well, what about the money? Are you going to do anything with it? And, and so I pitched them the idea of like, why don't you not sell it outright, but why don't you sell a 50% interest in, in the future equity growth of the property? Now you're still owed, we'll agree on the 420,000, but you guys will pony up the $80,000 to renovate this property. And so I walked them through it. It was a couple of different meetings, kind of showed them ropes. I actually showed them a few of our ongoing projects and they agreed. So I said, yeah, so installments of $20,000 as the project went along. And now that property is worth about 650,000. So on the refi, they'll get their 420 back out. And I forget, there might be a little bit of money left in the deal of the renovation costs, but they still keep 50% of the equity of the property. And that property is cash flowing now. So that property is going to pay for the next however many years we decide to keep it. So literally from a home seller's perspective, she wasn't interested in anything else other than maybe keeping the money. But now she gets to have her cake and eat it too, which I, I just thought was like a really cool win-win. And since that's happened, we've run into a few people that are like in the same position. It's like, hey, yeah. do you just want to partner on your own deal? And now it's, it's been awesome. We've got three on the board right now with the homeowners. It's crazy. Very cool. Can I just ask a quick question? Um, who goes on the mortgage essentially? Like, was this, was this done privately? Was this done? She was just holding on to it until you refinanced it. Can you give us a little bit more insight and then how, how she gets her money back? Is it on the sale when you do sell it or no, how does it's on, that the, work? on the refinance? So they get their money back on the refi on the initial refinance. And the way we set up our joint venture partnerships is that, um, we obviously there's a like a smaller fee to just manage the construction because we have to keep the lights on and pay you know our project coordinators and stuff like that however it's all worked into the construction cost which we are completely open books with our our, our partners so they know exactly where money is being allocated at all times and so once the renovation is done we refinance it at the new appraised value that initial money goes back to them so we have gotten into a partnership with the expectation that technically they've sold their interest of this property to the joint venture. And so that 420,000 sale price is technically owed to them as, you know, partner A. Now we are coming as partner B that says anything above and beyond that, that we're helping earn the deal, that is now gonna be split 50-50. And so, the cash flow. And the cash flow, of course. So whereas in one scenario, they would have sold the property, gotten $420,000 and then see uh, they're out the door. They don't, they don't see another nickel from it. Whereas in this, they do have to pony up a little bit of upfront cash, the $80,000. But that as well, that $80,000 contribution and construction also gets refinanced and paid back to them. So whether it takes, it's on the first refinance or it might take another year from there. But regardless, that money's still working really hard for them. And on the back end, they're the only ones on the mortgage. So we don't, we, we do not want to be on the mortgage, right? Because it, it, um, it fixes how many properties we can then purchase. Our, our ratio is already just garbage. <laughs> like so the, the residential the agreement side. Behind the scenes. And then you've got them on title on the mortgage yeah. and then you have a 50, 50 ownership. And now, now because they own the property free and clear, then essentially like that's, that's how she got her 420 back. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. She'd still have to qualify for the ARV, like the after. Yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool. Like I, I will tell you, it's very strategic. It's very, it's good. It's clever. It's, it's thinking outside the box and, you know, in, in markets like this, this is going to be more and more important to do is just to, to find the right deals and to get the right deals to be yeah. able to think creatively like you guys. So congrats on that. That's great. Well, it was funny that the two deals that they were weighing out was one was ours as a partner and the other was a vendor take back because as well, like okay. people think that money is a massive motivator and people just want to sell and hold on to their cat. No, sometimes people are like, I have no idea what the hell I'm going to do with all this money. Mm -hmm. They will put it to work. Now at the same time, she's going to get it all anyway. So maybe they'll do another deal with us. Who knows? Yeah. Well, when I, when I'm hearing that, it's almost like a, a VTB with benefits, 
right? So it's, you know, on, on top of the, the vendor take back that, you know, we hear about in, in being creative and, and that is, that is so creative and it's so cliche, guys, you have to be creative, but that really is putting it down and, and understanding, having a few conversations and uncovering, you know, what their needs are. Their, their need wasn't more money. They had, they were going to get that from you, from the next person, whoever was going to buy that property, but it was uncovering needs and now giving them a cash flow and giving them some income on top of that. So um, that's great. And you guys are so creative and, and are so true. When we have those conversations or I see you have conversations with people, you guys are asking such good questions. And I'm not sure if that's, I'm pretty sure it's from your nature, but of all the training and education that you guys have done with yourselves and that you've gone through and like you guys are avid readers and, and you've given me so many books throughout the years as well too, that, that I've learned from and, and educated. So, you know, when we're saying to people, be creative out there, it's not, you know, just a, an analogy, and I know I use those a lot, but really it's, it's being creative and finding different ways of how it's going to be for different people. You can't just copy and paste that, but it's kind of cool. It sounds like now you guys have a whole system now around if that opportunity does present itself on how to, how to attract people and, and go through that. Yeah. It's just another option, right? Again, that, that option might not be for everyone and it's obviously not going to work for every single person or partner, but it, it, it added an extra property to our portfolio and it gives them a whole different take on, on investing, right? They get a great return, they get cash flow. Well, it's I'll cool. give you an example on the, the other one that we did was just like that. It wasn't off free and clear, but the property was an absolute dump and it had a bunch of tenants in there that were literally running circles around this poor landlord. He's honestly like the nicest human being I've ever met in my yeah. entire life. He is a, just an incredible individual. When, we had seen the property and it was a driving for dollars lead. Like literally uh, I, uh, Melissa on our team drove by and she's like, you've got to see this property. And she, so we Googled it and it's like lime green exterior and it just looks, uh, anyway. So I dug in, I found the guy's corporation and I found who owns the corporation. And I did like a reverse search on the yellow pages on Canada 411 and I found his home address. So then I, I, I literally, I, I got his home phone number and I called, I was like, do you own this property? And, and I was like, have you ever thought of selling? He's like, yes, 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 I have. Can you meet me? And he literally met me like the next day. And so, I'll be there in five again, minutes. Yeah. So then once again, I was like, well, you know, are you like, what are you looking to do? Like, are you considering still investing in real estate? He's like, yes, I, I'd love to invest in real estate. But like, he's like, like, honestly, the nicest guy. And they, they, he, like these people were just like so inconsiderate. Like he would go and buy them furniture and like make sure that he was like rolling out a red carpet. Yeah, he was definitely folks. taking like, advantage of. And they would like, you know, not take care of the place, throw their garbage all over the place, not pay him rent or pay rent when they, they felt like it, you know, like, you know, just string them along. So finally we got in there and it kind of like was like, oh, okay, this is what has to happen. And we actually kept one of the tenants who we've now kind of, like create a really great relationship with. We moved her upstairs when the main floor folks left and we renovated her unit. And he obviously, uh, uh, you know, put in the upfront capital to renovate the unit. And we agreed on a baseline price that we thought was fair between the two of us, that his property would be worth in an as is condition that he would then get back from the joint venture agreement. And so we finished renovating the basement and then the tenant moved back downstairs. She was great. And she actually agreed to a, $250 price increase in her, in her unit, because now we had given her like quartz countertops, brand new kitchen, which all is the now like issues. in line with fair market value. Yeah. Which totally yeah. is now fair market values. And she's been excellent. She's now like super invigorated that her, she's living in a nice unit and she's taking pride in it. So it works. And now she brought her best friend in, which we just got, uh, we just like literally qualified her up, down, left and right. And, uh, and they're going to be paying us like, 1600 bucks a month rent for That's the upstairs unit. So now our partner is like ecstatic. He doesn't have to deal with anything. We're going to go refinance it. He's going to pull all his money back out. And then he's chomping at the bit right now. He's already set us up with his second property. He wants to do the same wow. thing. And then he wants to go do a bunch more after he's got his money out. Very wow. cool. So how did you guys get the tenants that weren't paying and that were the, the trouble ones? Was it cash for keys or did you have to go through the board? Luckily, it was like they were already kind of on the fritz out. And uh, and it was like by the time they were leaving too, it was just kind of like, 
Sajad was just kind of helping them out the door a little bit there, but they it didn't have it didn't escalate to anything like that, which is good. Yeah, we have dealt with our fair share. I think everyone has share. I mean, that's always the unknown, right? Is is how easily are you going to get these problem tenants out, yeah. and, and how much court are you going to have to go through? And exactly. um, and yeah. it's also it's also the other thing I would say is so you've got this tenant that seemed to be cooperative. You moved her into one unit. She moved back at a higher price. You know technically quote unquote like that's you know not necessarily something that that most people will do but if you agree and they agree and everyone is happy none of this stuff needs to be going through any you know formal process it's basically like we'll give you this unit we're gonna do this are you willing to pay more yep okay sure you know it doesn't have to be this big process where it where then you know, it sucks is if they're like, nope, I want to come back at the same price. And then you've got to go do the paperwork and then you've got to figure out, okay, are you, you know, yeah. how do you maneuver left out in that, case that she was so accommodating? I mean, sometimes that's the roll of the dice. However, like I will say people that are looking for properties, you know, taking on problem tenants, or if you have the resources or the skill set to deal with that, there's massive opportunities to purchase those types of properties because it, the average person is not going to want them. They're going to be challenging. So in this market, in this climate, you know, if you're looking to get in or buy something at a really great price, like maybe be strategic looking for those. If you can handle it again, like it's not for everybody, but it, it, it's, it's an opportunity. Me, to be honest with you. And uh, you know, I know Sarah, you're really involved in the, yeah. in the uh, landlord tenant kind of initiatives, which is incredible. Um, and you guys are built like at the right club in general. Like I have a tremendous, and we have a tremendous amount of gratitude towards you guys just for, you know, sh- sharing a lot of the struggles and, and a lot of the realities and a lot of the resources. resources that are available to people that are struggling going through this, because I've sometimes I'm blown away at how broken a system can be in a province that, I hold to such a high esteem. Like mm-hmm. I have a tremendous amount of like admiration for living in Ontario. And I, I consider myself so lucky to be living in Canada and, and here. And it's like, how did they mess this up so bad? How is it so terrible that like, like legitimately, like we had a, that you can be held hostage. Totally. By we, someone we, had a, we had a tenant, no we bought an apartment building and we had a tenant in there who hadn't paid rent in like four months to the previous owner. And then we took on the property and she didn't pay rent for eight further months. So she was in a year with no rent and there's zero recourse. And luckily she just like up and left one day and the property man, like literally it was like popping a bottle of champagne when it happened. Cause it's like, what the, okay, what are you going to do? And the fact that it's like, the fact that that's, a question is so ridiculous in my mind, but you know what? What it has brought to light is how rigorous we are in our our tenant screening process now. Yeah, it is like something we do not screw around with. It is imperative that you get that right. If you're not a seasoned investor, you've never rented a tenant uh, or sorry, um, rented a unit before. Don't wing it. <laughs> it will it will screw you over big time. Do not wing it. And that's, you know, to, to, you're speaking about the right club, but, it, but it's made up of, of people exactly like you that you, you get those issues, you get those problems, but it's not going to stop you. It's not going to, you're just not going to say, oh, woe is me, the system's broken. You're going to find creative ways or, or find a way to get through it because this is our business. This is what we do. This is going to happen. You know, again, we're, we're not just going to change the system overnight. We're going to have to work with, you know, the, the governing bodies that, that worry about that stuff or take care of those things. And they don't see us. We're the boots on the ground that are dealing with the tenants, the clients, but it's being creative and getting past that and not not letting it, you know, deter you to go on to that next project and the next deal. Just because you had a bad client or you heard somebody had a bad client, it's not going to stop you from buying real estate. So, you know, kudos to you guys for, you know, handling it, taking it on. And that's what I think what it really boils down to is it's not about, you know, the lots and the land or the bricks and the sticks. It's about the people. It's really about the people, right? We talk about our partners, we talk about the tenants, and we talk about like the right club of the people in the community 
that we can share these experiences at the very least, you know, maybe it's like a free therapy session for everybody to make you feel like <laughs> you're not alone out there. Yeah. If you've had a problem client, you're not alone. Reach out, get Some in touch. We've had it worse. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's everybody's going to be commiserating together, but uh, through that, we'll find that solution. And, you know, you guys have been so gracious with your time and sharing those experiences, you know, multiple times. And, and like I said, Alex holding court at, uh, at the right club, you know, uh, talking to different people and sharing those experiences that's where you know that's where that growth comes from and and getting beyond that and, and this is just another example of how amazing you guys are you guys are the best you know that yeah yeah we do we do sooner or later we'll be able to like all hang out again and like in person and <laughs> i can't, I can't I know, just stand in a circle and be like uh, all excited <laughs> to be there i know i know awesome so guys the next part of the podcast is our lightning round so we're going to take turns alfonso and i asking you four different questions and you guys can each provide a separate answer just keep it within like 10 seconds each you ready yep this week's lightning round is brought to you by butler mortgages canada's number one mortgage brokerage three years in a row if you need a great mortgage broker to help you with investing in real estate or to help you purchase your next home reach out to daniel Patton and michael zanzini from butler mortgages you can do that by calling 905-569-8326 or toll free at one triple eight m t g t e a m and check out their website, butlermortgages.com or by email daniel.patton at butlermortgages.com or michael.zanzini at butlermortgages.com. And let's go to the lightning round. All right, question number one, what is the best advice that you have ever received from another investor or at a networking event? Take action. Your best resource is being resourceful. Ooh, I like that. That's got to go on a plaque or something. That actually is a common mantra of Alex's. (laughs) Definitely, definitely resource. All right. So question number two, what is your favorite resource for real estate investing? And that could be anything, a book, a training, a person. What is your favorite resource? Uh, I would say other investors. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing, networking. That's why, like, you know, the right club is so valuable to us. And that's why it, like, holds such a dear place in our our hearts because some of the closest relationships with people that we collaborate with and talk with. And and it's like, if I have some questions myself, because it always come up, I know that someone at the right club who I've connected with and I've grown a relationship with is going to be empowering me. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Number three, what is the one attribute, in your opinion, that has made you most successful? Uh, action. Yeah, we are reckless action takers. Not <laughs> reckless. No, I, I mean, I mean that in a good way. We just, <laughs> we, I would say I'm an excessive optimist. Yeah. Okay. That, uh, and we just take action and we figure it out. If it doesn't work, yeah. we rotate and then we do it again. And I don't know. I think you have to be. <laughs> You, you do have to take the plunge. Sometimes you can you can analyze left, right, and center, but sometimes you just gotta close your eyes, plug your nose. Yeah, we're confident out. action takers. There, I'll replace the reckless. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> like this is the wild, wild west. We'll buy anything. <laughs> Well, definitely check out those YouTube videos because those are some properties that, again, maybe that 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 color of lime green is is the color of money. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, it could, if they say everything comes back in style, if we just leave it for twenty <laughs> years, it might be the next bait. There <laughs> All right. So, last question of the lightning round: On a typical Sunday morning, what are you guys up to? Um, Having coffee, and we're spending time with our bubba, the yeah, baby James, for sure. He is so frigging adorable. I, I he's so cute. I can't wait to meet number number two. But uh, yeah, oh, that's that awesome. The way so that you guys time. brought him is like his favorite. Yeah, like, it's like him. a monster truck boy. He loves it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice guys. If the Right Club community wanted to get in touch with you and reach out and uh, and get some of that amazing experience from you guys, how can they do that? Well, they can go on our website www.palpropertysolutions.com. And, uh, and they can also check out YouTube, Pop Up Solutions, just for some kind of cool videos that we've been doing. Also, it's a, a free resource to anybody, should they want it. We have a, a free book that you can download off the, off the website. It's, once again, you don't have to pay a thing for it. It's just called Getting Your Foot in the Door. 
it's a very, very high level idea of, you know, if you'd like to get into real estate investing and you wanted to see what that's like, you know, read getting your foot in the door because it's just it's a really, good, easy read. Super easy. Read it in an hour and a half. So yeah, very cool. Did you write it together? No, Alex wrote it. And I'm, uh, I'm not a writer. And I edited it. Teamwork. Teamwork. I have, I have my autographed copy on my bookshelf and I keep it close by. It's a great resource. It's great not under your pillow? I, it's, on my, it's on my night. It's on my night. You're kissing it at night? Yeah. <laughs> nice. And we always ask this at the end, guys, any final last words of advice for the Right Club Nation? No, get involved. Yep. Reach out. Sure. There's so many resources and so many just amazing people doing great things. So it doesn't really matter what type of investing you're looking to get into. There's somebody doing it at a high level that honestly would take time out of their day to just have a quick chat or a call or an email. Just reach out. It's honestly, this is what this network is for. Your, your network is your net worth. I, I never believed it until yeah. I lived it. And I think that it is just such a powerful thing. Like literally the people you surround yourself with you know, there's that, that idea that you take the five closest people that you hang out with at the most and you average their income and that's what you make. If you ever yeah. thought about that, it's kind of eerie how, yeah. how accurate that is. And so, you know, that, that might be fine. These people might be like the best people to you, but if you're looking to grow and you're looking to challenge yourself and you want to take action, don't just do things and, and put all this energy into like the first step of it and then do nothing. Like, reach out to people network with people surround yourself with the right environment such as the right club where people who have taken action will inspire you and you'll have be you have no choice yeah. you'll take action yeah. you'll have to leave your excuses at the door for sure i love it thanks so much guys for being on the show it's been a pleasure yeah, yeah the best. great chat with you guys thank again. you thank you that was a fun podcast. You know, Alex and Kaylee are probably some of the nicest people I know and, and super generous with their information and their time and wanting to help others. And you can definitely tell. And I'm so excited for, for her baby number two as well. Like they have such, well, but the one boy so far is so cute. Like he's so adorable. And, uh, you know, they are good people that take action. It's really cool also to see like a power couple, like they're both into it. They're both helping each other. They're both reaching goals together. Um, and it's just great that they're both so on board and motivated and, and love passionate about what they're doing, which is great to see. Yeah, absolutely. Just genuine, real people. And, you know, for those investor couples that are out there that are, you know, maybe doing this as a side hustle right now, both of you guys working full time and trying to build a real estate portfolio or bring on joint ventures or learn more and, you know, uh, getting all the information from the podcast that you're listening to, Sarah's podcast, the Right Club community and all the resources that we have on there. Guys, you can do it. Keep the track, keep the trail. It's going to be diverted. It's going to go up and down and it's going to go sideways. It's going to go all around. There is no perfect path. You're going to get bumps and bruises and scrapes along the way, but continue to go. And they're perfect examples of not letting them stop or not letting those things stop them from continuing on moving forward, picking up those properties and being creative. And it sounds so cliche and you need to be creative guys. You're never going to go the minute that you find a home run deal, the minute that you can buy it guys really do your due diligence. Cause that's like, you know, it's almost like a mirage or it's too good to be true. Right. You find those okay deals that you can turn into amazing deals. And the longer that you have them, the longer that you hold them, the more information, the more people that you talk to, you see it from different perspectives and that's, what's going to get you those amazing deals. So there's no easy way. Definitely. This is not an overnight thing. We didn't, uh, we didn't get to where we, where we are today overnight. This is now where we're well over a hundred podcasts recorded that just didn't happen in, in an afternoon or something like that, or a weekend course. This is time persistence. So keep at it along the journey. The right club is here to support you all along the way. On behalf of Sarah, Laurel, and Daniel, that is one of the, the most rewarding things that we get to do on a consistent basis is seeing the growth of even just no properties, the one property to seeing the, the, the view of people of, wow, okay, we can do it. So thank you guys so much for, for listening in and tuning in. Absolutely. And Alfonso, you said it, that's the growth. So what do we say to the Right Club Nation? Come grow with us. 
Thanks for listening to the Right Club podcast and joining our community of real estate investors online at therightclub.com, where the focus is about helping you grow. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks from your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi.